1: What's going on guys and uh welcome back to uh life's uh <coughs> <coughs> Welcome back to What? Yo, what's Oh shit I just had some water that went down the wrong way. Just wrong wrong bike <coughs> wrong Actually, what's going on, guys? And welcome back to the podcast. Uh, Life's a wreck, and I think that that is so very true right now Um, with everything that's going down. um, What an absolute couple of weeks this has uh, this has been for just the entire planet, like humans everywhere. How crazy these these past couple weeks have been? Um, Yeah, life's a wreck. So here's a here's a global pandemic for you. Um, It's been so almost surreal. In a way, I think when everything kind of started uh, in Wuhan and China, um, everyone was just kind of like, oh, like it's this, you know, it's this little sickness that was caused by, you know, X, Y and Z. And, and it's probably just going to be like an issue issue there. And then all of a sudden one thing led to another. And now it's this, you know, no, there's no sports being played, no concerts happening, all entertainment, like kind of unnecessary human to human interaction across the globe has has stopped people aren't going to work, there's no school, All you know, everything's online. It is, it has been, it's, it's been surreal, like, like truly to think about the fact that we are currently living through a global pandemic, um, like is so wi- wild and it really doesn't seem real to be honest. I mean, like you you look around and you're like, oh, like, you know, sure, this is just kind of hysteria, but like, this is an actual, this is an actual thing is actually happening the realization of this has been has been crazy especially you know and and i wanted to hop on the mic because i was i was so curious to talk about this from a mental health aspect um because obviously that's what we're doing and this is so um physical health related but the reactions to the coronavirus uh 19 and kind of oh, the, the hysteria that global hysteria that's brought with it i think is very much rooted in mental health and uh Kind of human reaction, and uh, it, it's kind of as much as it's living out in the world. It's uh, you know coronavirus is living between the ears of all of us. It's taking up a lot of mental real estate, and so yeah, I I wanted to just kind of get some thoughts down because, and this is what the podcast has kind of always been uh, for me and for you know the people who who listen and uh, who take part in this podcast. Um, it's kind of just been like a chance to work through some some thinking, uh, which is a huge aspect of my own life. But I, I am kind of trying to get words out for this whole um, coronavirus situation. is tough. Like I, I jotted down some notes about things that I wanted to talk about, and even just kind of starting things off, like getting into it. It just it it's hard because we we've, we've this is so out of the ordinary, and this is something that's so just like uncharted territory that to even try to approach this from a mental health aspect um, and to talk about this just uh, objectively and, and, you know, not uh, as someone who has, you know, been reading, obviously, as we all have about this virus, but then to kind of interpret it from the sense of uh, mental health for the purpose of this podcast, um, it's been been tricky. Um, I guess, you know, kind of just hopping right into it, I think the biggest thing that I've seen recently with a lot of people is, uh, and, you know, granted, I am a big believer in that laughter and like connection and human connection and and sharing in moments is is just like what humanity is all about. And so you know off the top having uh that little uh that little joke super funny very funny guy um but just a a, a crudely edited uh little audio joke about uh, what's going on um but you know jokes aside and everything like that like taking what's going on right now seriously um you're going to hear um a lot today because as I'm getting these words out, a lot of the times I find myself, I've got a very succinct like bang, 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 like five points that I'm like, here's what I'm going to talk about. And like, this is what this podcast is going to be. But there's so many things to talk about with this one that you're going to hear um a lot because I'm going to be just thinking through uh, as we go just so much. But yeah, treating this uh, treating this all seriously has been a very interesting um, aspect of the coronavirus because there's so many people who don't want to change their way of life. But when I say taking this seriously, like I mean, and treating this seriously, I mean like understanding that there are so many people out there who are, you know, at risk right now. It's not just people who are older and in homes. It's it's also, you know, your classmate with an autoimmune disease or, you know, some immune deficiencies. Like it's people who are sick and a little bit weaker right now um, who are just, you know who have to this is like a huge this is their life right now this is a life or death situation um and i don't think that that clicks for a lot of people yet so many people are just so like you know oh yeah it's fine i'll i'll do this i'll still, i'm not going to change my lifestyle until i absolutely have to because of the fact that it doesn't i don't want it to affect me until it like directly affects me and the thing is like on a global scale like it affects People and affects humans and it affects like your neighbors and your your relatives and and to not be conscious of that on a global scale and from your own perspective and just saying like as long as i'm okay and the immediate 10 people who i care about in my life are okay like that's all that matters obviously you have to take care of those people first but it's one of those things that we have to treat this i've just been seeing i don't know it's one of those things i've just been seeing a ton of jokes a ton of like people kind of almost being essentially I, I kind of like the term of, like, corona tough guys, girls, people who are like, nah, it's, it's, it's a big deal, but, like, it's fine. You're like, yeah, well, you know, not really. No, it's a global pandemic um, affecting a lot of people. And, and granted, I've heard that, th- you know, a million times, well, it doesn't affect as many people as the flu. And it's like, that's true. It's also... A lot more dangerous and a lot more contagious and uh, a lot of people are are really worried about this so being conscious of that uh, of that anxiety um you know granted off the top you know just want to say like make sure you're washing your hands um i know that purell and that kind of stuff and like hand sanitizer is sold out everywhere but just being conscious of you know using the bathroom washing your hands uh limiting that uh that mass social exposure is huge um I say that as, you know, was at a bar the other night, which I'm going to get into uh, a little bit later um, in regards to all of this. But just being like drinking a ton of water, eating a lot of healthy food, um, you know, obviously buying 20,000 rolls of toilet paper uh, because apparently uh, coronavirus is going to make you shit yourself on a daily basis. So make sure, that's a huge thing. Toilet paper. <laughs> Those cashmere is laughing right now. Everywhere, Everyone else is panicking. You know, like that, that meme with the, the dog sitting at the table and everything around it's on fire. That's cashmere that's just raking it in as everyone else is just like freaking out. Um, that's the other thing too. And like, that's something I want to get. So there, as I said, I am so, and I apologize in advance. Number one, I'm talking very quickly. When people talk very quickly to me, it induces anxiety. This is supposed to be a very calm podcast. It's supposed to be funny and light and just as something to kind of, A bit of a distraction, but also informing. So I'm going to try to slow this down a little bit. Um, But like, come on, people! I get it. You're going to need toilet paper, but everybody needs toilet paper. Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't get this hysteria surrounding toilet paper. I, I get it because everyone needs it. But like, you know, if you're if you have just rolls on rolls on rolls and rolls into toilet paper and somebody's like wiping themselves with kleenex like come on this is like this is where like the humanity aspect of what coronavirus has done to humanity as a whole really starts to show its uh maybe a little bit more the uh the ugly side uh, anyway bouncing back to another idea and as i said the precursor to this is it is going to be a bouncing from idea to idea kind of podcast um, which a lot of podcasts are usually I try my best because I am so sporadic and I'm an overthinker um, to do everything somewhat succinctly this I will I will try to stick to these points that I've jotted down but uh, I'm, I already know I'm going to go on a few tangents so please bear with me um, you know that I I love you all but uh, this is going to be this this one might be a doozy um handling the anxiety when comes to all of this great point kyle so let's talk about handling the anxiety when it comes to uh comes to all of this um for those of you who are listening to the podcast for the mental health reasons and to kind of hear the perspective of someone who deals with uh, anxiety ocd whatnot um first of all it's knowing that you're doing everything in your power to stay healthy i think that's something that i struggle with a lot is things that are out of my control i'm a very I'm somebody who likes to have control in what's going on in their lives. It uh, it makes me feel a lot more comfortable. Um, but this has obviously pulled a lot of people out of that comfort zone, myself included. Uh, I think the biggest thing that's helping me manage this anxiety of like... Um, everything that's going on is understanding that I am doing everything in my power. Um, I'm using Purell once in a while. I'm washing my hands. I'm drinking a ton of water. Um, I'm eating a lot of fruits, eating a lot of vegetables, a lot of proteins, a lot of fats. Like I'm eating a healthy diet. Um, And I'm also like, I'm getting some exercise at home. I'm working on, uh, you know, meditating and breathing. Like I'm doing everything in my power. And that's that's given me a little bit more like an understanding that the people around me are doing that as well. Um, That's given me, uh, um, a, a sense of groundedness uh, in all of this. Um, I, I think another thing, thing too that's really helped is being informed by the right sources. Every media outlet on the world right now is talking about coronavirus. Um, they're talking about this this global pandemic, and some of the new like this is a very easy time when there's so much news and media and information to consume. It's easy for the stuff that's that's you know based in hysteria and based in not fact-checked facts uh to slip through the cracks a little bit and understanding that if you see something that seems very crazy or out of pocket not instantly buying into the into it and and going and getting that second source or you know going to a reliable news source um to get your to get your coronavirus information um something to keep in mind from a media aspect of a media student um this is a story right now and this is a story that's selling so you know, everyone is everyone is locked into this. So news outlets and media outlets are going to be very quick to publish information. Um, and so you have to be very wary of where that information is coming from and double checking information as much as you can. Because uh, I have seen stories where, you know, people are talking about, you know, I, I pulling an example out of the air is tough, but I've seen some reports that have just been like, oh, like this is like this is happening in this place and this is happening here and there. And then it's like the only article that you can find about that. And you're like, well, OK, like, let's, you know, slow it down a little bit before we instantly buy into this. Like, holy is sh- burning to the ground, even when, you know, this is a very trying time for a lot of people. Um yeah, something that else that's really you know helping me out is like there are are people all across the world teams working on on finding a cure, finding a vaccine for the coronavirus. Um, you know there are some great Canadian folk that are that have isolated the coronavirus, um, which I have zero medical background. I've been told is a very good thing, so that's uh, that's awesome. And I love the joke of like the NHL shuts down, hockey shuts down, and Canada within a couple days isolates the coronavirus. It's like hell yeah, bring puck back to the north, baby. Good Canadian researchers, just hockey fans, just wanting to see the Leafs lose. Um, ah, there we go. Take take a couple shots at Leafs fans, the the not hockey guy, uh, while we're while we're talking about a global pandemic. Um, something else that I've I've really been thinking about this virus, and, and what I touched on earlier is what it has done to humanity. Um, and I I think like a good way of phrasing this is that it's kind of brought out a mirror. You know, it shows us how fragile like what we've set up is like a, you know, a disease that where there's, you know, seven, eight billion people on the planet. And this disease has affected 120, 130,000 people, I think now, which is, which is just what's being reported. Maybe there, there are definitely more who are have the virus dormant in their bodies right now, or who are in that 14 day window. Um, but that being said, like that's a fraction, it's a very small fraction of the, uh, the global population, um, and still it's, it's brought the world to kind of its knees. And I get it. Like this is a I know this is not me downplaying it. I'm the, I'm a big advocate for, as I said off the top, this is a big deal. Um, but it's, uh, yeah, you know, it shows us how we haven't really, we've set things up to like, not necessarily be ready for something like this. Um, we've set up our supply chains and our food chain, like our, our chain of, consumerism um to a point where like we rely so incredibly heavily on on other parts of the world especially a place like china which produces just uh, everything that we have here in north america um and all of a sudden when something like this shuts down china it is like whoa like there is this 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 feeling of of sparsity um like i say that right sparsity um but there's this feeling of like having a lack of because of the fact that there kind of is like a lot of places are not being restocked and it's and it's uh you know i think that it really shows us that like you know to be more self sufficient and like how this is just like if something like this happens like we have to be kind of prepared for something like this we have to know that there's these back channels in place that we can be self sufficient um, and we'll see how long this goes on because like you know this could be one of those things that this could that could just be come more heightened and heightened as we as we continue to go um i think it also shows how divisive we are um you know how quickly we are to generalize this uh, virus obviously started in china in a uh, in a city of wuhan and uh and and we've seen from around the the world a lot of cases of racism towards um asian people you know not and people who aren't even necessarily chinese but in and with that I think it just shows us how quick we are to 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 anger. Um, and how quick we are to to say it's us versus them or to say fight for yourself kind of thing. Um at the end of the day we are people uh and we are this global community that uh and g- granted you can fight with your brothers and sisters but uh at the end of the day you should you should be there for them. Um yeah, there there's some shady shit that goes on all around the world. Uh, and yes in certain places in the world there's some that that's elevated um and there's some some things that culturally have been ingrained that obviously i i think have been brought into this mirror that the coronavirus has provided and and some things that i'm sure will change going forward um so that something like this hopefully doesn't happen again um very soon i'm sure you know granted in the grand scheme of things like something like this might happen again but you know i think that there certain things that are going to lifestyles are going to have to change in certain areas. Um yeah, but it it just shows us how how quick we are to hate. And I think that that's just that's the ugly side of humanity that we've seen. Um how quick we are to to just say, you know, this is your fault and yeah, I don't know, it's a tough one because you can know there's always the the person who can say, "Well, it is." And it's like, you know, yeah, but think about all the shit that white people are responsible for that you know, we just kind of brushed off <laughs> like that's yeah like everyone's gonna fuck up and it's just about it's just about getting better it's about improving and moving forward um being divisive and, and tearing each other down because of this stuff it doesn't do anything it's it's the the bringing us together it's the you know collective ideologies that uh, that need to be established or changed that is what like progress is all about like i don't know it's just uh i don't know maybe that's just me but it's also shown us how selfish we are like think about the think about the people hoarding toilet paper like people got a man you've got seventy thousand rolls of toilet paper sitting at home You're gonna crap yourself on a daily basis until like i don't know like we're going to, to a the nuclear winter like this is you know like get your toilet paper man and y- if we all had of just been civil people and grabbed a couple roles like normal people then if you needed it it would be there but that's the that's the ideology of like you know just what we're going through it's a very tough thing and as i said this is so, so unbelievably uncharted that you can look through that like i'm trying to look at this you know and say here's this here's this this is selfish or whatever but granted who knows if there is some crazy self like massive quarantine that comes down and it's like no one leave your house until researchers have figured this out then those people are going to be feeling pretty good about themselves uh but at the end of the day there's gonna be some people who are going to not feel great because they you know their lifestyle would have to (laughs) have to change obviously um I don't know. And then, as I said, this is a, this is a unbelievably stream of consciousness episode because of the nature of what's going on in the world right now. Um, I would love to be doing something about like graduation and like what I'm doing after school and like the mental health surrounding this, this huge transition in my life, which I will talk about in a sec because that's been thrown for a loop. Um, But this episode is, is just, it's just thoughts, um, which I kind of like. This is mental health. This is what's between your ears. Um, this is what life has, these beautiful brains that we have, what life has created. Um, it's just interesting. Um, yeah, it shows us our flaws. I think it's a huge one. It shows us our flaws as people, as humans, as, uh, as this global community, as I put it, a global community. Um, the one thing it's done, though, is it's grounded us in reality. It's grounded me in reality um i get so caught up in in grand scheme big picture things and i overthink them and i try to process them and i try to close loops whether it's about death or the universe or what life is and yada 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 um but what we've seen over this past week has been so grounding in reality like it's it's uh, you know you sit back and you go whoa like it really makes you contemplate life because you've broken the status quo down to down to nothing you've obliterated it so this this you know life that you can kind of autopilot through well i mean me like i've i sometimes find myself autopiloting through life while my brain's thinking about all these giant things but like right now it's like it's really forced a lot of people to you know you still think about death and this kind of stuff because that's become much more present but it grounds you in reality It grounds you in the people that are around you Um, it grounds you in immediately what you're doing now and the time that you have which i think uh you know it forces you to focus on the present like the immediate present, you can't, you know, right now it's, it's tough to think about years in the future because you can't even think about like, I don't even know what's going to happen next week. A, a month ago, I was kind of, you know, like, ah, oh, like this coronavirus thing, look at all these funny memes, these people, you know, on Instagram and TikTok making all these videos and stuff like, oh, ho, ho, ho. so funny. And now I, I, you know, an internship that, uh, that I was working on finishing has essentially, like now it's all from home, school's all from home. You know, I've got friends who are taking off and going back to their, their hometowns to be with their family in case there is some kind of worldwide quarantine. I don't know when I'm going to see them again. Like it, it has grounded us so heavily in reality that it it is a huge wake-up call to, especially for people I would, you know, like myself, I, I guess I would say who are head in the cloud kind of people because all of a sudden you have to focus on earth. You have to focus on the ground. I don't know. That's just, uh, yeah, it may, man, it makes you respect time so much. It makes you thankful for your family and your friends, and our health. Like, you really do count your blessings. Because there's so many people who are, are going to be affected by this. Who haven't been affected, but who are going to be affected. You don't know who those people are going to be. You don't know what the reaction in their body is going to be. Like, it, it, you have to appreciate the people around you. The friends and the family. Like you know over the past couple of days even though there has been this you know there's been limit this social interactions and stuff like that like i'm a very i don't know i'm a very sentimental person i'm a very I'm, I'm someone who's rooted in the people around them as i've said it a million times in the podcast like i don't know if i'd be here if it wasn't for the people around me like i you know the people who are they've been my rocks they've been these people that have helped me through really tough times and allowed me to create a podcast to try in some way to help other people and, and it makes me appreciate them so much more during a time like this. Um, it makes me appreciate their, their struggles and their fears. You know, yeah, it makes like over the past few days, as I said, I've had friends who are leaving the city. Like, and who are going to leave the city. There's, you know, a friend we're leaving the city today. One of my best friends is leaving the city on Monday. Like, I don't know when I'm going to be able to see these people again. And that's crazy. Like, it's so easy to say, you know, graduation's coming and everyone's going to start to go their separate ways. Totally. But when you have plans with people and you're like, oh, like, we we know we'll live here next year. We're going to do this. And and everyone's going to be working here and everything's set in stone and everyone's all good. And then all of a sudden that gets flipped on its head. And now it's like, like, you know, can, like, what jobs are available? Where, what are we going to be able to do? How long is it going to be until, you know, for, for me being, you know, involved with sports and media, like, how long is this gonna be until we've got sports again? It's a huge question when it comes to my future careers. like you know it makes it just makes you think about everything It makes you think about family and friends and time and it's uh and I gotta I gotta feel like I gotta, I gotta slow it down a little bit again. It's talking faster and faster. it's getting more and more and more worked up. but you know like yeah and it's sad like after four very trying years of going through so many ups and downs learning so many lessons and meeting so many people and, and, and experiencing so many, th- so many different things for university. You know, I'm, I'm speaking as a fourth-year, soon-to-be graduate university kid. Mm. You know, meeting people, learning about, about you know, love and, and compassion and self-worth and figuring out, trying to figure out. You, you never really figure out 100% who you are, but trying to figure out who you are. You know, those late nights studying and, like, and and making yourself proud, making your family proud. Like, you know, after four years of this, like, I won't... I, there's a very good chance that I'm not going to get the, you know, opportunity to walk across the stage in front of my family and get a diploma, which I know is a big thing for them. Like... You know, I think about I think about my family in a time like this and I'm like, ah, like I know that this was a very proud point for them. It was a proud point for me too, cuz like to feel like you are you know, I my parents have have always been very vocal about, you know, being proud and that kind of stuff and supporting. Um but th- it's those little things, you know? It's like those little things that you're going to miss out on uh, because of a time like this. Um and even though you're you know, you get the diploma that's still there, it's like that just that, you know, that day of like, oh, I've like that kind of breath of fresh air and you're just like whew. Like, wow, four tough years, four fun years, four crazy years. And like, it's done. And you kind of have that, that you're closing that circle. You've got that finishing thing. You're getting the the piece of paper you paid for. Like, you've got the information, but like you've grown so much. And like, you get to kind of celebrate and really take in that, that four years. And it's weird to think that, that that kind of stuff might not happen. You know, I think about all the people in the world of sports you know march madness and those kind of things like these these student athletes who have played basketball their whole lives and you know they're not going to get an opportunity to play on this thing that they probably dreamed of playing on this this stage like that's you know how do you handle that how do you cope with that to have everything you've you've set in stone and worked so hard for stripped away w- in a week this didn't take a long time. This didn't. This wasn't a you know slow crawl by any means. This was almost instant. That all of a sudden you're in this you're in this place of like, oh like w- w- what? Like that's where you know even even for myself you know speaking a little selfishly, like you know I don't I don't know about where I'm I'm going to be living or what I'm going to be doing depending on how long all this lasts because that is the anomaly that is the unknown. It is the how long will this last? How long will this and, and grant and a lot of experts are saying like it's over a year that that will feel the repercussions of, of all these shutdowns and stuff. And, you know, it's like am, am I going, are going back to New Brunswick, like, you know, where I'm from, like my my living with mom and dad, moving back in with mom and dad, my staying here. It's just this very it, I get why a lot of my friends are going home. I'm definitely feeling feeling that same kind of boat, too. Like, I don't know how long this is going to be. It's expensive living in Toronto. Jesus, it is. So I don't know. It's a very uh Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Oh that that was literally just me swallowing a spit the wrong way. Just you know wanna put that out there. Um <laughs> I think more than anything, this has given us a chance to reevaluate our human side. Um it's allowed us to see ourselves through the lens of of togetherness. You know, it, it emphasizes the importance of love and relationships and time and fun, and laughter, um, forgiveness. It makes us prioritize health. It allows us a chance to see purpose, to evaluate purpose. You know, when time is when time is, is become one of those things where it's not a given and we've seen that you don't have all like you know you have to appreciate each day you have to make the most out of each day every second it's a very scary thing but like it's it's kind of a gift essentially that we've been given this opportunity to reevaluate yeah i just uh think that there's a lot of ups and downs a lot of ebbs and flows just like with life just like with mental health um you know it's given us an opportunity to see the worst, but it's also given us an opportunity to appreciate the best. And uh, you know, I don't think things will ever really be the same, because I think that, and I, and I hope that that's for the better. I really hope that people start to prioritize people, um, that we start to appreciate this time that we have on Earth. You know, the people that we we share this time with, whatever this life is. Who knows? life's biggest mystery the universe's biggest mystery That i just hope that we start making the most of it and that uh you know regardless of the situations the hands that were dealt cause there's so many people out there who who have been dealt a really <laughs> hand and whether that's a bad mental health hand or a bad physical health hand or anything like that but you know mostly health and family and those kind of things like just hope that we can appreciate that like we are strong, we are capable. And that even if we were dealt a really shitty hand, like we are right now, real shitty germy hand, that like, you know, it gives us an opportunity to to sit back and, and really see that like, you know, we are the controllers of how we go forward. Um, yeah, it, it's a time where, it's a time where, you know, in my own life, I can say hating myself is really tough. Because that's always been an underlying thing in my life. I just weirdly not liking certain aspects of myself and letting that really dwell. But it's really hard to not like myself right now because you know, I don't I don't know how much like you know, God, this has got so fugazi fugazi. this has got so woo but I you know you don't know how much time you have with this this body, with yourself, with this consciousness um we, woof is not for a big big thought um but it's made me really like start to think about it and i'm like you know i am a healthy um, for the most part apart from the mental shit going on like mental mentally you know they're sometimes they're not but physically healthy great family great friends you know and this is stuff that i've like you know i've been taught but i've also like cultivated Like, you know, I'd like to think the respect of some people around me who, who I mutually respect, like, you know, living a life of, of trying so hard to, to, to find light and laughter and love. Um, and how can you hate yourself at a time when you don't really know what's going, what's going forward? Like how it it really does for me, it made me appreciate me, which is weird, right? It's fucking strange. But like, yeah, a global pand. Hey, how, what would it take for you to love yourself? I don't know. Global pandemic, mass quarantine. But I don't know. Some so for some reason, and I don't know why. But it just kind of made me start to really think about the fact that like this is the you know none of this is a is a given, and and you never know. Like this is really kind of you know it, with everything that's gone on, you know, from of twenty twenty, like the death of of, of Kobe and Gigi who who you know that's a that's a legend that's a guy who that's a you know man who's larger than life just to be taken away in a, a heartbeat a global pandemic to hit the world how can you hate yourself at a time when you don't know how much time there is and it sounds really dark and like sadistic and like oh like what's you know there's no there's no time left oh, oh every second oh taken away death inching closer and closer but it's not it's like you know when there is these trying times like how can you not How can you hate yourself? And this is coming from a guy who definitely does or has or whatever. You know, however you want to phrase it. I just hope that for the people out there who are struggling. Like, you know. It's respecting your struggle. Respecting your strength and resilience to keep fighting. Because you have. You've gotten to experience this crazy, weird time. And weirdly that's something to be celebrated. I don't know. Yeah. It's been kind of weird. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, What an absolute trip the past 35 minutes have been. Um, I I honestly thought this podcast it was going to be like 15 minutes long. When I started writing stuff down, I was like, there's so much to talk about, but at the same time, I was like, I don't even know how I can talk about this stuff. Um. Yeah, this has been a very stream of, and I haven't even like really gone into the the mental health side of it, apart from just like dealing with the anxieties a little bit. Um, but I kind of think that this podcast has been about mental health, just in the aspect of like, it, it's, it, you know, mental health is, is how we perceive reality. It is, you know, who we are and how we interact with people. And I think that, that I hope that this podcast has been, you know, it's just kind of been my, my thoughts and ideas on it. it's been my shining the light and in this thing, this darkness that I've seen, um, and, and, and literally detailing what I see in this light. Um, yeah, I think this, this is, yeah, there there literally is no good way to end this podcast because it has been so all over the, over the place. Um, so I'm just going to end it here. Um, guys, the last thing I want to do, the challenge for this week is so obvious. Stay safe and appreciate the time that you have with the people around you. Live through love while washing your hands and disaffecting them germy <laughs> um just uh keep that in mind um guys make sure to uh check the podcast out on instagram uh at life's Correct podcast check out myself kyle moore zero eight. uh and uh just know that i appreciate you guys so much um and uh as you guys go into these next uh, couple of days uh i wish you nothing but health and happiness and and safety and uh take care of the people around you uh and 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 think and keeping your you know keeping your your thoughts um the the people who aren't around you but are being affected right now uh really heavily by what's going on um yeah guys uh as i'm sitting here and i'm staring at my window and i just basically went on a ex you know existential rant for 35 minutes i'm really really thinking as the as has the global pandemic it's the world that uh, that life's a wreck. I love you. All.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands.